for tuning in to A Priceless Perspective. I'm your host, Nicole Steele, and with the month of May being Teen Pregnancy Prevention Month and our program focusing this entire month on the issue of abstinence, it's with pleasure that I welcome to The Priceless Perspective show, Ms. Joaquina Carter. Joaquina is a sophomore currently attending the University of Pittsburgh, and she's majoring in social work. Welcome to A Priceless Perspective, Joaquina. Hi, thanks for having me. I am thrilled that you have agreed to come on the show. You came highly referred by a dear friend of our organization, Ms. Jackie Bruton. Um, If you can, just share with our listeners a little bit about the journey that has led you to where you are now, a student there at the University of Pittsburgh. It's been tough a little bit. (laughs) I went to South Cobb High School, and I was in the magnet program, and I applied to a lot of schools. I didn't get into my number one pick, unfortunately, but it was all a part of God's plan because I ended up at the University of Pittsburgh, and it's the perfect school for me, and I love it. Fantastic. Now, I know that you're majoring in social work. What are your career aspirations? What do you desire to do once you obtain your degree? Ultimately, I want to be a public speaker, but I also want to do um, some community organizing and different things to help out the community. But I definitely want to talk to teen girls and young girls about a lot of different topics, such as abstinence and stuff like that, because I feel like a lot of young girls aren't getting the information that they need to make the best decisions that they can make for their life. Well, that is a great lead-in to why we have you on the show. As with you and with Jackie and many people in the field, I and our organization is very committed to to helping young girls make healthy decisions about their lives and about their future. And so within our organization, one of the things that we teach is abstinence because we think that is the best way. That is God's ultimate way. And so... I know we live in a crazy society that says something contrary to that, but when Jackie referred you to the show, she told me that you were one of the young ladies that she works with that is has taken a stand that has actually made a decision to abstain until marriage. So can you tell me a little bit about what led to your decision to commit to abstinence? Um, Well, there are three reasons why I decided to be abstinent. Um, The first and the most important reason was God. Um, I want to say it was my junior year in high school. uh, My aunt passed away, and at that moment, I really didn't have anybody to turn to, you know, the typical story, friends turned away or whatever. I was all alone, and that's when I really decided to get serious when it comes to my relationship with God, and I really decided to put my best foot forward. 
So getting closer to God, that was just one thing that I can do to make him happy was to abstain until marriage and keep sex in the context in which it was made. The second reason is my husband. In short, what better wedding gift to give him than my virginity? To be able to tell my husband, you are my first, my last, and you are my only. That's, you know, <laughs> the ultimate gift, right? Yeah. So um, the, th- the third reason is me. I love myself too much to put my health at risk. And having sex, especially at a young age, it just comes with too many strings. And once you learn about safe sex and all this kind of stuff, it's just people are just trying to find the right way to do a wrong thing, if you know what I mean. So I just decided abstaining would just be the best for me so I don't have to worry about, you know, getting tested, kids, none of that, none of that stress that comes with having sex. Well, I tell you, I really admire you and admire your stance on this issue. Some people feel like um, this message of abstinence is all about saying no, saying no, just don't do it. But it's it's so yeah. much bigger than that. It's it's really about saying yes. And in your in your instance, you have said yes to God. You've said yes to a healthy and prosperous marriage. And most important, and as important, you have said yes to yourself and to your future. Now, in terms of you making that decision, what type of pressure have you felt maybe from your peers or family or just people, you know, in your sphere about this issue? When I first decided to be abstinent, I think that's the most difficult time for anybody, but especially young girls when you very first decide to be absent because I was still hanging around the same group of people that I was hanging with when I was still on the fence, you know, when I was still doing certain things that I shouldn't have been doing. And so being around those people, of course, they were putting bugs in my ear like, you know, you shouldn't do this. You're making the wrong decision. Oh, God. (laughs) And so for me it was more of, changing the people who I surround myself with. And it's not and I didn't even have to do anything per se, like I didn't have to cut anybody off. It just kind of naturally happened. We went in separate directions, but that's probably been the most difficult thing for me. It's just, you know, changing your circle of friends and not listening to certain people when they say things about your decision. Now, one question I'm sure our listeners would if they could ask you would be now that you're in college, have you dated? How is it? I mean, have you? do you even entertain dating? And if so, how does that work? How do guys respond to your decision and your stance to remain abstinent until marriage? Well, I'm glad you asked me that because a lot of people, you know, have this perception that when you're abstinent, you just won't date. But that's totally... <laughs> Not the case. Yet I have talked to God. I haven't dated much because I'm trying to avoid relationships right now and just to focus on other things. But I have talked to guys. It is possible to date. And my thing is when you tell guys you're abstinent, you'll you'll be able to see if they're right for you based off of their reactions. And so if it's a guy that says, oh, no, I'm all right, <laughs> I don't want to talk to you anymore, then he wasn't no good for me in the first place. So I think being abstinent really helps me determine more who is worth my time and who just wants to play games. Because when you're 
abstaining from sex until marriage, you take the dating game a little bit more seriously because the end goal is marriage. So I think it's actually improved my dating life, to be honest with you. Well, I think it's really interesting. You said earlier about all the strings and and really the drama that that comes with making a decision to engage in sex before marriage because, as you said, the proper context is within the confines of marriage. But it is so much deeper than just a physical act. You mentioned a couple of things. I mean, obviously there are the STDs, there is pregnancy. Those are real physical consequences. But there's emotional consequences. There's social consequences and reputations at, on, at stake. There is relational consequences and just really setting up bad habits that people will potentially take into their marriage. And so, like you said, for someone like you who's made a decision early on, it just eliminates all of that drama. It allows you to focus on first things first and to really just be the best you that you can be so that when God does send that prince, when he sends that young man that's worthy of you, you got it all together. So, again, I really commend you on your decision. Now, being in college, I'm sure you see a lot. What would you say about young ladies who may not have had the information, the support, and the strength to make the decision that you've made? Is there hope? I mean, if there's a young lady out there that perhaps you didn't have the spiritual foundation that you had, and maybe they engaged in sexual activity without all of this information. Is there hope for her? Can she actually make a decision and a commitment moving forward? Yes, definitely. It's harder, especially to make the decision in college, because when you get to college, you do see a whole lot. (laughs) And there's a lot of stuff that, you know, shouldn't be going on. But it is definitely possible. It's just about getting all the facts for me. And that's why I like talking to young girls is because I like to tell them the facts. Like this, these are the facts about sex. And it's easy to see that the best decision is to abstain from sex because it's like the best way not to get burnt by a fire is simply don't touch it, right? right. But right. when you're having sex, you're saying, "How long can I hold my hand in this flame before I get burnt?" So, I would tell a girl to just Get all the facts. It's definitely possible, but you have to have that conviction within yourself. It wasn't an easy decision for me that I made overnight. God convicted it in my heart way before I absolutely made the pledge. So you have to go back and forth a little bit and just get the facts. All right. Now, how do you deal with temptation? I mean, we live in an over-sexualized society between music, movies, commercials, I mean, you name it. I've got two little girls, and we can't even watch primetime television. We can't even watch television in the afternoon without commercials that have a sexual overtone or music and lyrics that are just over the top. So how do you protect yourself, or how do you deal with temptation in this crazy world that we live in? For me, it's all about you have to learn what makes you tick. You know what I'm saying? And so I always give this example. It's a little silly or whatever, but 
I remember it was some. It was one summer, and I have a Trey Songs Pandora station because I love me some Trey Songs, and <laughs> I used to listen to it all the time. But I found myself. But of course, most of his songs are about sex. So most of the songs that were on the Pandora station were sexual songs, and so I found myself having these thoughts that I shouldn't have been having. You know, feeling frustrated and like really being tempted after listening to that station for so long day in and day out and so I knew that that's what made me tick and so I literally said I'm not listening to this station for the rest of the summer like I had to distance myself from that station and it might seem like a little thing to other people but you really have to learn like what puts you over the edge what makes you think those thoughts and whatever it is no matter how little or how big you just have to cut it off until you feel that you are able to handle it. What advice would you give to a young lady who might be listening to the show, who may be feeling like it's impossible, it's it's just impossible. They may be looking at you as going yeah. like, there, there is no way. What advice would you give to her? I would say it is possible. It is hard. It is difficult. But it is definitely possible and it's definitely worth it. And when you weigh the pros and the cons, having sex comes with, like you said, the emotional baggage, all these complex things that add stress to your life. Why not avoid it? Why not avoid the thing that could make your life spiral out of control? You know, we see these generational curses where the little girl or the daughter always gets pregnant at 16. All of that could be avoided if you just, simply do not have sex. And it is totally possible you just have to keep yourself, you know, set boundaries and keep yourself from putting keep from putting yourself in situations where you'll be tempted to fall. You know, surround yourself by with positive people and she can always contact me. <laughs> I'm happy to talk to people about, you know, my experiences and how that they could, you know, make the best decision for their life. Now, how can our listeners contact you if they did want to speak with you or if a school or a church or a youth group wanted to have you out to speak to a group of kids? They can contact me on my blog. It's abstinenceinthecity.wordpress.com. And you can contact me. You can read the blog and everything from that one website. It's abstinenceinthecity.wordpress.com. I love that. That's a play. I, I get it. That's a play. <laughs> Sex in the city. I love it. Yep. That, is clever. that is clever. Now, before we leave, what advice would you give to parents in helping to raise girls who can stand strong? Oh, my gosh. I am so glad you asked me that question. There's two things. The first thing is to talk about it. I am a peer health educator on my college campus, and so I am hired to talk to the college students about sex and stuff like that. And I'm just amazed at how much these college girls, 19 and older, do not know about their own physical body or about sex. Just like, how did you make it this far in life without knowing the basics? You know what I'm saying? So my advice to parents is definitely to talk about it with your kids. A lot of parents think that if I don't talk about it, they won't do it, but it's the complete opposite. They'll actually go explore with people who, you know, will lead them in the wrong direction. So leave the floor open for discussion so that the conversation is not awkward. Just 
tell them your personal story. Tell them, you know, the things that you don't want them to do. But also my second piece of advice is to live by it. I always tell, you know, parents that kids, we don't listen to what you say. We are more subconsciously watching what you're doing. And that's why, like I said, you see these cyclical curses that's in a family or the cyclical behavior where the daughters are always getting pregnant at 16 or always dropping out of high school because subconsciously they think it's okay because they watch, they watch their parents do it. So if you're trying to tell your daughter to be abstinent, and you know, we have a lot of single-parent homes nowadays, and you're not married, then she shouldn't be seeing a lot of people enter in and out of your bedroom. It, it, you know, the same goes for the both of you. Everybody should be abstinent and walking the walk. So that, that's my advice. Great advice. Well, thank you thank so you. much, Joaquina, for coming on A Priceless Perspective. We look forward to having you back and actually having you out to speak to some of our young ladies in Diamond in the Rough. Uh, you all heard her website or her blog address. Why don't you go ahead and give it to them again, Ms. Joaquina? Give them your blog address. It is abstinenceinthecity.wordpress.com. Fantastic. Well, thanks again for coming on A Priceless Perspective, and you continue to make us proud, okay? Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity. Thank you for tuning in to A Priceless Perspective, and shouts out to all those young people like our guest today who are not ashamed of taking a stand and shouting to the world that they're living a life of abstinence. Whether you're a virgin or you're recently committed to a life of abstinence, know that you are truly worth the wait and don't ever let anyone convince you otherwise. Most people tend to think that the majority of young people are having sex, but in reality, the majority are not. That's right. I said the majority of high school students surveyed said they are not having sex. And of those that do, the majority of them have regrets. I know it's a touchy topic and some would say it's about pregnancy prevention and we should just teach our kids to protect themselves. But sex is more than just a physical act. Last time I checked, not only did condoms and birth control not provide 100% protection for the 25 plus sexually transmitted diseases, but it also can't protect your reputation, your emotions, or your heart. Young ladies, if you're listening, please take it from someone who didn't have all the facts when I was your age. No guy at this stage in your life is worthy of having you. No matter how good he may look or what he may say, keep the focus on your future at this point in your life and work on being all that you can be so that when that day comes and that special guy that is worthy of you comes into your life, you've got your stuff together. And guess what? You won't be bringing emotional baggage, drama, and heartbreak to the relationship. I'm Nicole Steele, and this is my Priceless Perspective. Join us next week as we continue the conversation in our series, You Are Worth the Wait. Join the conversation. Visit us online at pricelessperspective.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. This show has been brought to you in part by Diamond in the Rough Youth Development Program Incorporated and Gem Makers LLC.